Welcome to the Ambitious Introvert Podcast, created especially for introverts, empaths, and highly sensitive entrepreneurs to help you build, grow, and scale a successful, sustainable business. I'm your host, Emma Louise Parks, business and mindset coach for ambitious introverts. After 17 years working as an air traffic controller, the ultimate fast-paced, high-stimulus, extrovert-friendly role My mission now is to show introverts that they too can create big results and success because of who they are, not in spite of it. I focus on introvert-friendly business and marketing strategy to help you switch overwhelm for clarity, confidence, and clients. Hi guys, and welcome to this solo episode of the Ambitious Introvert Podcast with me, Emma Louise. And before we start, I just want to say thank you so much for all of your support over the last two weeks during the launch. I have had so many amazing messages, so much great feedback from you, and I've managed to connect with so many of you via email and social media. So thank you so much for taking the time to let me know what you've enjoyed about the show. It's always, always so great to connect with you. And of course, anything else that you want to share at any point, then just head on over to the email, to social media. And I would love to hear from you any suggestions you have about content that you would like, any suggestions about guests, totally open to it. So thank you so, so much. This episode is going to be a little different. I'm going to be sharing some lessons from a client call that I had last week. Now, obviously the client's going to remain confidential and I did get her permission to share what we discussed in the call because I think it's a really important learning curve and it's all about boundaries. So I'll explain what happened on the call. I will explain to you what she told me and then how I coached her through it and what the outcome was. So It was Saturday morning that I started this call with the client and she was quite angry as soon as we got on the call, saying that one of her clients had actually emailed her that morning and she wanted a task doing that wasn't part of transformational coaching, which is what this client does. She felt really unrespected by her client because she felt that, first of all, she shouldn't be emailing her on a Saturday because she knows she doesn't work at the weekends. And secondly, because the task that she was asking her to do wasn't part of the coaching contract. So she was really bothered by this. And the first question I asked her when she told me was, if you don't work at the weekends, then why are you checking your email at the weekends? To which she didn't have an answer. But the point here is she has the control there. She can control not seeing that email until Monday. So rather than pushing the blame onto her client saying she shouldn't be emailing me, she can cure that straight away by closing the laptop on Friday and not opening it again till Monday morning. And when I pointed this out, the client completely agreed. She realized that this was a bad habit that she'd gotten into and realized it was not good because it was affecting her time off and also her relationship with her partner. It then put her in a bad mood for the day straight away, which he was annoyed about, just not worth opening it up. She did admit that one of the reasons that she checked the email over the weekend is that she was worried in case there was an emergency. To which I challenged her, what would be such an emergency as a coach that it couldn't wait until Monday? And again, on reflection, she agreed that there was nothing, 
Now, coaching is valuable and important. It really is. But it's not an emergency status. There's nothing that that client could be emailing on Saturday morning that couldn't wait until Monday. So we really had to reframe that. I need to check because what if, what if, and realize that I don't need to check because I'm not at work. So the second question that I asked her was, why is this client asking you to do something that is essentially an administrative task when you are her coach? And this is where the energetic boundaries come in rather than the physical time ones. So she said, actually, this client often asked her to do things and she'd say, please, please help me out. And my client, being very heart-centered and very caring, felt bad and felt guilty for not helping her. And she said this client regularly asked her to, to help with unrelated things. And she always told her that she didn't have time. That was her way of not doing it. She said, I don't have time for this. I, I'm, I'm really busy coaching. I, I don't have time for this. And again, I challenged her. I said that she's actually allowing the client not to respect her boundaries because she isn't respecting them herself. So the first issue that we have is the email check-in at the weekends. So she's allowing the work into her day, knowing that she has no control about what she'll see when she opens up her email or how she'll feel about it. So by letting that in, she's already breaking those boundaries because she knows if it's something negative, she's going to be affected by it and she's going to be worrying about it until Monday. So the cure here is having really strict boundaries with herself and it is difficult. It's difficult with technology. We are used to always being switched on, but it's having to be really strict. And when you feel yourself reaching for the phone, reaching for the laptop, going, no, this is my time off. This is my time that I need to recharge. I'll deal with anything that's in there on Monday and really knowing and trusting that it can wait until Monday. The second issue that we identified was not having boundaries around the relationship with her client. So she admitted that she should have set clearly at the beginning what the scope of her work was as a coach, and this probably wasn't done. And by the scope of work, I mean she can say the hours that she'll provide services, the response time that you can expect from her, and also just the scope of what she covers. What are her responsibilities to her client as a coach? What my client was actually doing here was giving away her power and acting like a PA. And she acknowledged this herself. Part of the issue was the use of language. So where her client was asking her to please, please do things, she kept saying, oh, I don't have time. I'm too busy. I don't have time. But her client was taking this to mean that she would do it later. Or if she wasn't so busy, she would help. And I said, why aren't you saying that's not my job. That's not what I'm paid to do. This isn't in my scope of work. Because that's very clear that whether you're busy or not, you will not be doing that for her. Now, this was bad for both of them. It was bad for my client because it was really causing her not to enjoy her business and not to enjoy her time off. But it was also really bad for her client. The coach should support and empower and help the client to grow And by doing everything for them like this, she was actually doing her client a huge disservice because she was allowing her to become too dependent in the relationship. 
and she should not be dependent on the coach. She should be growing and flourishing and being supported to become her best self. So with all of that in mind, we looked at the actions that my client should take for the next week. The first thing I got her to do was to write two yes lists and two no lists. So the first yes list was for herself. And the first no list was for herself. The second lists were for clients. So the yes and no's for herself were her own boundaries so she could check in. For instance, on the no list would be checking email at the weekends. On the yes list would be keeping the laptop closed at the weekends. And then a yes and no list for her clients. So it's really, really clear what support they can expect. So as your coach, I will offer the following and then a no list. I do not provide the following services. This could be sent out with the contract and she actually decided to send one out to all current clients that she's working with now as a reminder because she really wanted to get these boundaries back in place. The second thing that we worked on was changing her language. When someone requests a service that isn't part of what she does, to simply say, that's not something I do, I suggest that you look for a VA, copywriter, graphic designer, whatever the task is. But by saying, I'm too busy, I'm too busy, she was blurring those boundaries. So just make it clear that isn't something that I do. Now, what I've been talking about here is a coach, but this also works for consultants, done for you service providers, all sorts of businesses. Really get clear on your yes and no's with your clients and customers from day one. If it's relevant, you can set timeframes for both parties, like when questionnaires are needed, when delivery of drafts or final products can be expected. But by having that real, real clarity about I do this, you do this, it just means that everyone's boundaries can be much more respected. And ultimately, Physical and energetic boundaries are essential for the well-being and expectations of both the coach and the client or customer. So my challenge to you after listening would be to really look at your business and your relationships with your clients and customers and really assess, do you have strong boundaries in place? Do they work? Are you giving your power away? Are you empowering your clients or are you just trying to do everything for them to help them? and really get clear on knowing that those boundaries are so, so important for everyone's growth and happiness and well-being. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ambitious Introvert Podcast with me, Emma Louise Parks. If you enjoy this show, please, please subscribe, rate and leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, one lucky reviewer each month will win a 60-minute one-on-one coaching session with me where you'll get the clarity and confidence to attract your ideal clients. And if you know someone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share and help me reach as many fellow ambitious introverts as possible. 